Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Today I'm talking about how obstacles challenge us to make the dream bigger. Here's the thing for us. We're in Christ learning to be Christ-like. Our goal every day, every situation, is to become like Jesus. That's why all teaching, all learning in the kingdom is relational, not just functional. Because the key thing for God in every situation that we're in is that we are actually learning to become like him. So that's his priority. So here's the thing is, if all you want is the resolution of your circumstances, then that's a functional way of learning. And if you're not really focused on becoming like Jesus, then you have to go through it again. Because becoming like Jesus is everything. And when you learn how to be like him, your situations and your circumstances actually serve your growth. They serve your life. And they don't bring you down. They actually lift you up into a higher place of revelation and truth and relationship with the Lord. We're in Christ, learning to be Christ-like. The Father's passion for making you like Jesus is a critical part of your identity in him and his presence in you. And as we pursue God, using our life situations, our vision begins to unfold. We get a picture of who God wants to be for us in this situation. So like when you're in in some relational difficulty, typically it's mostly about you developing the fruit of the Spirit. So you can feel that this relationship is an obstacle to your life, to your growth, but what if it's there to actually create a scenario where you can actually grow and expand and break out of one way of being with Christ and break into another? I remember one guy in my life, honestly, he was so frustrating and so difficult to be with. And there were times when I wanted to, like, shoot him and FedEx him to Jesus without a return address. You ever had those thoughts? Oh, dear Lord, take one of us to heaven, but let it not be me because the Super Bowl's coming up. <laughs> so I remember crying out to the Lord and saying, what is wrong with this guy? He just said, there's nothing wrong with him. It's like, What? It was my dolphin moment. You ever, you ever like squeaked so high that only dolphins could hear you? <laughs> it's like there was a pod of dolphins going down the coast thinking, is that our cousin Albert out there? <laughs> I went, what? And he said, Graham, there's nothing wrong with him. There's something missing in him. And there's also something missing in you. Well, what's missing in me? Patience. Don't use the P word. I hate the P word. Graham, for where I want to take you, you're going to have to learn some patience. You're going to have to learn the beauty of it. You're going to have to learn how it works. You're going to have to learn that the enemy is most afraid of you becoming patient. Because if you become patient, 
He can't hoodwink you like he has in the past. He can't intimidate. He can't make you fearful. He can't, you know, make you rush out of situations before you've actually um, taken advantage of them. Graham, he hates patience. He is paranoid about you becoming patient. And I'm going, huh, all right, I definitely want to learn that. Okay, so I want you to practice on this guy. But I also want you to see what's missing in him, and I want you to be part of that supply for his sake. Ah, that's clever. You're like getting two of us, you know, in the same place, and we're rubbing up against each other, and he's going, Graham, no. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not causing friction so that you can learn something. Now, I'm not rubbing you up to each other. I'm actually putting you close to each other so that you can see, if you see what I want to do in him and you understand what I'm doing in you, you will actually be far more beneficial to him. And when he gets it, he'll be far more beneficial to you. All righty. Uh, so I'm in. I want to learn patience because I want to scare the enemy. <laughs> As we pursue God, our vision unfolds. And, and our journey always includes blessings, gifts, and opportunities. You know that a double portion is the smallest blessing you can have in the New Testament? Because the New Testament talks about abundance and fullness, which is way bigger than Old Testament of a double portion. The double portion is the smallest blessing you can have. Now, come on, that's got to make you feel good, right? Ask for something bigger is what I'm saying. There is so much favor for us to enjoy in who God is for us. We're learning to live this life exactly like Jesus would. Now, pretend for a minute, I know it might be a stretch, but pretend for a minute that Jesus actually lives in you. So what would, that, what would that sound like? If you could look through his eyes, what would you see? If you could hear what he's hearing from the Father, what revelation would flow into your life right now? If Jesus isn't that kind of reality in you, then go take a cold shower or something. <laughs> Wake yourself up because you're sleepwalking. You're sleepwalking through life. And that's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for the world around you. Every situation is designed to help us grow. You know, we live in the clash between two kingdoms, so kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. So at some point, you're going to have to figure out where do I actually want to be living? What is my area code right now? Is it hell on earth area code? Or is it on earth as it is in heaven area code? Just saying, what's your area code here? If situations are designed to make us grow, then that has to be the subject of our dialogue with the Father. So what are you doing here? How do I grow up in this thing? You know, vision is not just about the direction you're going in. It's about the height at which God wants you to travel. So what that means is there's always elevation. Somewhere in your present, in your future, God is going to elevate you. He's going to take you up higher. So I want you to see obstructions maybe not as in a dark way, but what if you could see them in a light way? You know, if you're walking down uh, the road of your life 
and you come up against this big obstruction. And it could be people might be involved. It could be just circumstances of life. The obstruction could be there because there's something in you that needs to be adjusted. Anyway, you come up against this big obstruction. And so typically, you know, if you're a charismatic, you start taking authority over it. You know, I bind this thing, I cast it down, and that mountain doesn't move because it's not a mountain. <laughs> Something else is happening. So we take authority over it, nothing happens, we get despondent. Then we think, well, the enemy is stopping me. Seriously, like he has that power? Listen, the thing you need to know about the enemy is he was created to serve the purposes of God. <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. It's like God isn't giving him days off, you know. God is still using him in his own purpose. So I like that. So I want to cooperate with the Lord. If the enemy is close, I'm saying, Lord, how do I take advantage of the fact that he still has to serve you if you command it? Now, come on. That's got to float your boat, right? That'll, that'll be, that's stronger than a cup of coffee right there. But what if obstructions are designed to slow us down because we need to think? What if the obstruction in front of you right now is not designed uh, to stop you? What if the Lord is saying, you know, a few miles back, I started talking to you about vision. A few miles back, I gave you a prophetic word. I gave you a scripture. I gave you a promise. And that promise, that's, that prophetic word was designed to elevate you. But you didn't take it into account. And you carried on walking down this road. And so I put an obstacle in front of you. And the obstacle is not designed for you to break through. It's designed for you to stop you so that actually God could elevate you to a level above the obstacle because that's what God is doing. I think some of you have got promises and prophecies that actually are designed to elevate you, but you're on the wrong path. You're on a lower level of walking and being. And the obstacle in front of you it's designed to stop you going down a road that God is saying, you're done on this level. You're done on this level. I want you to go to a different one. So if you're stymied, if you feel like I can't move on, don't blame the enemy. Sometimes you missed a crucial part of learning, and maybe you need to go back and get it. I've been in that situation sometimes. An obstacle has come in front of me. And the Lord says, you know, Graham, I can't let you carry on down this road because you missed a crucial point of learning about that. So let's just go back, learn something, and then what will happen is uh, what you learn back there will actually put you up a different level. There's not even any need to retrace your steps back to here. It will put you on another level because it was crucial. And that's the thing for us. Focus is really about determining what is most crucial for the Lord right now. You know them. He has like half a dozen thoughts every day before breakfast about you. Some obstacles are an opportunity to take our vision and dream to a higher level and upgrade our identity in the process so that we can stay there when we get there. Some obstacles are opportunities to help us raise our sights and develop a larger vision for who we are and for what God wants to do in our lives. 
I've had that conversation with so many churches, so many organizations, is they're so set on producing what they've always produced that they don't realize that the road is running out. And then they actually stop because they're almost at a cliff edge. And, well, that's a big obstacle in itself, right? Because you don't want to jump off that thing. And they're saying, well, we don't know where we're going from here. Well, if you get someplace and you don't know where to go from there, the answer is probably behind you. Did you miss a step? Did you not do something? Did you not see that something was more important than the situation you're in? When was the last time you really made some growth in terms of who Jesus is in you? And so it's a question of saying, okay, let's just back away from the cliff edge because you don't want to change your surname to Lemming, right? So we need to back up from the precipice, turn around and say, Lord, I missed something. What was it? And ask the Lord for a different direction. Some obstacles appear to be larger than our current experience of God, and I think that's the problem. You know, if our, if our understanding and our relationship with God is not growing and being upgraded, if he's not becoming more, then life will become more to us. Life will seem larger than it is. And when you're in Christ, circumstances always seem different to us. And in the course of life, it's, it's not that situations get easier. It is that we get bigger. So what if you're a giant in the making right now? If you feel that my life in the last year has just been a collection of obstacles and problems, maybe the Lord is saying to you, I'm training you to be bigger. And I keep giving you opportunities to learn, but you seem to have this incredible affinity with grasshoppers. <laughs> Come on, guys. You're so much better. And what we're learning is to be so much wiser about how we live. So we're really needing a different perspective. We need to ask questions like, what do you want to be for me now in this situation? What is this obstacle for? Is it to teach me authority? Is it to help me to understand that my time on this level is done? Is it there to actually give me a moment to take my dream and my passion and my anointing and my identity to a whole different level? What needs to develop in me? That's a great question. Lord, what are you developing in me in Jesus? And Lord, what is your provision for me at this moment in time? Those are great questions that you need to be asking right now. Don't just sit in front of an obstacle wailing, you know, when you should be asking, Lord, great questions like that. Holy Spirit, I know right now that you are poised to say something, to open our eyes, to give us an elevated perspective. You're doing something right now in front of this obstacle. So I pray for peace. I pray for stillness. And I pray that you will hear the still small voice of God saying, this is the way. Walk in it. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, I enjoyed that. I hope you did. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it.